Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, D'Angelo Russell has been upgraded to questionable for tonight's game. And with that good news, it meant that we were probably getting some bad news elsewhere. Oh no, hey, Shams was right there to provide it regarding LeBron James. D'Angelo Russell's absence has been a weird one. It was initially called a, it wasn't considered a a serious enough injury to run an MRI. They did run x-rays that came back negative. They considered it a mild sprain, a grade one sprain. Um, and, and look, how people respond to those kinds of things and how bodies respond to those kinds of things, you just never really know, right? I'm, I'm not here to say there is a standard practice for or length of time that everybody has to be back by. Uh, but certainly, I don't think the Lakers or D'Angelo Russell thought that he would be out for as long as he has. So getting news heading into tonight's game against Memphis that Russell has been upgraded to questionable rather than the doubtful that he has been heading into all of the games since spraining that right ankle uh, is is good. Now, uh, we'll see, you know, questionable has meant all kinds of things to the Lakers over the years. So we'll see, you know, if he's able to go, I would still probably consider it, consider it a 50-50 proposition right now. Uh just because we just don't have very much information on all of this. And, and what it seems to be is a pain tolerance thing, you know, and, and you just never quite know uh, with, with pain tolerance things when that, that pain is going to get to a place where is, it is considered man, manageable enough to, to go out and play. The, the other thing here, too, um, we have to be as fair as possible to, to D'Angelo on this one. He's on the verge of an offseason where he's going to be looking for another contract and, you know, stretching himself, even if it is to help the Lakers get into the playoffs, um, even if it is trying to prove to the Lakers that he is worth gambling on with another contract this summer, um, all of that is, is fair to take into account as context but at the end of the day, if he seriously hurts himself, that is going to really impact uh, what he will be able to make in the upcoming offseason. So that is is probably something that is weighing heavily on on the way that this is being handled. Again, he was upgraded, and that in and of itself is good news. I just don't know really what to do with that good news, and we won't, I don't think, know what to do with that good news until game time, basically. As we got news about D'Angelo Russell, we also got news of Mo Bamba and uh, his left ankle sprain is going to be bad enough that he is considered doubtful to out for tonight's game against Memphis. Uh, Memphis is a broken team right now. They don't have John Morant. Um, I don't think they're going... They might have Dylan Brooks. It's hard to tell whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing if they're going to have Dylan Brooks. Uh, They will not have Brandon Clark. Unfortunately, he tore his Achilles. Uh, so all the best to him moving forward. And, and yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a team that is going through, oh, they don't have Steven Adams also. Uh, it's a team that is going through a lot. It's a team that, you know, on and off the court, obviously is, is going through a lot. Uh, this is a game that you would hope for the Lakers to be able to take advantage of. But as we saw with them against the Clippers, they put up 51 points in a quarter on the Clippers. Now the Clippers were able to bounce back and they were able to wind up winning the game. 
the the Grizzlies remain awful in in clutch situations this season. But for the Lakers, this is this is one where it'd be really nice to have D'Angelo Russell back to have an extra ball handler. And I do think this is one where not having Mo Bamba, having you know, not having a little bit of size uh, to 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 create you know one one issue that Memphis was having against the Clippers was they weren't doing anything on the boards. Having Bamba there would be nice to maybe help in that regard. But I think this is also a perfectly fine matchup for Wenyan to get most of those minutes. And, and to be completely honest, I haven't been that impressed by Bamba to this point um, with his with his time as a Laker. So the 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 step from Bamba to Wenyan uh, is maybe a slight step back, but probably mostly a lateral one. Now, it, the real kind of tough news that we received yesterday, this time from Shams Karania, has to do with uh, LeBron, and it doesn't sound great. Now, it hasn't looked great with LeBron kind of putting around, puttering around with the with the scooter, and and it's made for some real good meme content. But you know, when you see a linchpin to your season in a walking boot, and riding a scooter around the facilities that does not exactly, you know, ignite a whole bunch of, of positive vibes. Here's what, um, Shams Karania had to say, quote, they need, and this was on FanDuel TV quote, they need LeBron James back in the lineup, but we don't know when that will be three week of reevaluation for him. And even after that, I don't know what the Lakers think. I don't, I don't know that the Lakers think he's going to be back in three weeks. I don't think it'll be just three weeks, likely beyond that. So if you're putting yourself in a position where you hope he's back right before the playoffs uh, or gets back for the play-in, uh, again, doesn't sound great. And, and you know, most of the updates, like any time you hear that a player or a team tries to go out and get multiple uh, opinions or or multiple sources of of input on an injury. Usually, that means that the first bit of information that they got uh, wasn't to their liking, and they're going to go out and try to find, you know, a, a a a different story or a different analysis of of that injury. And um, I, you know, with this one, it has always felt like the Lakers have been and LeBron have been trying to avoid surgery um, and and that if the Lakers are able to stay afloat that maybe he would give it a go you know heading into the playoff or, or heading into the play-in um, and 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 look I, I do think the Lakers are still capable especially if D'Angelo Russell is able to get healthy I do think the Lakers have enough talent to be able to kind of squeak into the play-in I don't particularly like their chances getting into the play-in and in a one-game setting having to kind of figure everything out all over again by adding LeBron into the mix. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, like Shams is saying, they are reevaluating him in three weeks. And at that point, you know, I, I, would, I would be kind of surprised if they just said, oh, look at that, he's ready to go. So I think for the Lakers, uh, they are probably treating this as if they aren't going to get him back this year. And and I think that's probably the wisest way forward here. Like, essentially what I would probably do if, if 
you know, if I were on the Lakers, if I was a part of that organization right now, I would basically say like, this is our unit. This is what we are going to have to make work. Uh, this it's us against the, the, the world as most people without us having LeBron are probably going to doubt us. If I were Darwin, I would use this as kind of, uh, not bulletin board material, but, but some, some source of some doubt that I'm sure they, they would like to play up. And, you know, every, every athlete nowadays, the, the storyline that they like more than any other one is the, you know, y'all, y'all didn't, <laughs> y'all didn't believe in us kind of thing. Um, and, and, and I think in this case, it's mostly true. So I think if I was, if I was Darvin, if I was on that coaching staff, if I was in that organization, or if I was a player, I would essentially look at this like, yeah, we aren't getting them back, but we still have a group enough that is, that is plenty talented. Most of these other teams are dealing with their own injuries too. So we can't use it as an excuse. It's just time to go out and get it done. And I, like I said, at the time of LeBron's injury, when we first heard about it, it you know, way back a, a week or two ago, uh, and I say way back, it's because like all of these weeks just feel like they extend for like eight or nine days each. But, but yeah, it's like I said back then, the Lakers right now are trying to prove the concept. They're trying to provide a proof of concept to the front office. And they're trying to, to you know, for, for all of these guys, whether it's Russell whether it's uh, Beasley, who has a player option, whether it's Bamba, right, whose contract is, I think, mostly not guaranteed next year. Rui Hachimura is is a free agent to be, and I'm sure he would like for the Lakers to re-sign him using those bird rights. Austin Reeves also, and so on and so forth. Um, this, is, this is a team that, if they would like to remain Lakers, the best way to prove that they should to the front office and a front office, by the way, that is always going to be looking to, to find a path to that leads to a superstar. And there might be superstars to be gotten, right? Zach Levine has, you know, reportedly, and, and, and there are whispers out there, not even whispers really, but uh, he apparently wants to be a Laker and has wanted to be a Laker. Uh, Bradley Beal might start to get frustrated in Washington and he might be available um, given his contract and, and the lack of success that they have had with him as the centerpiece of their organization. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving is, is, is going to be on the market this upcoming summer too. So the Lakers might have paths here to going in and going out and getting a superstar. Uh, but if the Lakers, you know, the, the, the current Lakers, this iteration of the Lakers are able to, even without LeBron, get into the playoffs and and you know secure that playoff spot maybe win a play-in game maybe kind of uh you know create some noise as an underdog in a playoff series like that makes it pretty tough for the lakers to ignore that progress and 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 yeah rob palinka has said that they don't believe in incremental building uh, that that it is championship or bust or whatever and i thoroughly agree with or disagree with the approach but you know, given the lack of success that the Lakers had with the three-pronged superstar path, and given the success that they had with depth and with solid role players and shooting and defense, um, if they're able to do that again, and if they're over, if if they're able to outperform expectations again, uh, where like remember a, a couple of years back, the Lakers, 
you know, LeBron and AD haven't gone through fully healthy seasons in, in basically ever, basically, as, as, as Lakers. Uh, but one type of roster was able to, uh, you know, utilize its depth and utilize uh, the, the, a bunch of role players who were stars in their role uh, and, and, you know, be able to stay afloat while either LeBron or AD were out. Um, so we've, we've seen the Lakers have success even in this situation, given this approach. And if they're able to have that success again this time, then yeah, it, 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 it again kind of sends a message to the front office that becomes pretty hard to ignore. So uh, yeah, it, would I have preferred for an update from Shams or, or Haynes or Stein or Woj basically saying, you know, that's kind of a miracle. The Lakers are shocked. LeBron is shocked at the kind of progress that he's making. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> that would be the kind of update that I would really like, would, would have preferred to, to hear today. But that I don't think was ever really in the cards and I don't think anybody really close to the situation ever believed that to be in the cards. So I'm pretty sure everybody is kind of taking this with the approach of if he's there, cool. If not, this is our group and we're more than talented enough to, to succeed in, in this short bit of, of a stretch that they need to win a few games in to get into the play-in or playoff either way. All right, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. As I am recording, if we want to do kind of a, a standings check, uh, New Orleans is just barely ahead of Sacramento, 32-29 at the end of the first. Portland got their win over Detroit. So as of right now, things aren't exactly going in the Lakers' direction as far as teams in that grouping with them uh, to try to squeak into the play-in. Things can change, though. The Kings are playing without De'Aaron Fox. Uh, they, I didn't really see a reason why he wouldn't be available. So that was kind of interesting. But but uh, yeah, hopefully that game turns around. Malik Monk does everybody a solid here for his former team. And and the Kings are able to take care of business against New Orleans. Uh, if, if not, then it just makes it that much more important that the Lakers take advantage of a shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies team later tonight. So depending on how... how tonight's games go and or last night's games go and and then obviously how tonight's games go we will be right here to react to all of that uh later tomorrow night or tonight whenever tomorrow morning whenever it is that you guys will be tuning in so until then and until i talk to you guys next i am anthony irwin saying have a good one